Hey, mates, we've got a bunch of live shows coming up around the country, so we thought we'd drop in at the start of the episode and let you know what we've got. Carl, open your little diary up and tell us where we are first. Hello, Brisbane. We're coming to you on March 1st, so that's going to be awesome. We were nice and full last year, so if we could do that again, that would be awesome. And then we go straight off to Adelaide on March 15th. I don't know if that's straight off two weeks later, but I, yeah. That's how I work. I we're, just We're going by boat. <laughs> I'm going to drink for two weeks until okay, it happens. Cool. Yeah. Pass out at the airport and then get onto a flight on the 14th. Uh, that is at the Producers Bar where we did the Dum Dum Palooza for people who came to that. It'd be awesome to pack that out again. And then in Melbourne, we've got four shows on sale for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You can buy a season pass where you get all four shows for a little cheaper or you can get the individual tickets. If you buy either of them, it gets you into the now infamous third annual drunk cast on the last night of the Comedy Festival. A huge roster of guests just letting fly. And, and it's like the last show of the festival, so it's a nice little uh, party. We're not recording it. We never record it. So if you miss this, you never find out all the very libelous stuff that we say. And yeah. all. And the- let's just say very quickly, people in other states where we're doing shows have said, can we do a drunk cast there? And the answer is kind of no, because the vibe of the drunk cast in the comedy festival, it's a very special you know, kind of feeling. It's the last show that anyone does in the comedy festival. It's after everyone's last night. So, you know, just a a bit of an FAQ. And also, we can't be bothered. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We can't be bothered getting very drunk after a gig. (laughs) Uh, We can't be bothered not recording what we say (laughs) when we're drunk. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, plenty of things for you to come check out. Brisbane, Adelaide and Melbourne. All of those tickets are on sale, littledumdumclub.com. I've also got my new show, Cutie Pie, which is in Perth and then Brisbane and then Melbourne. That's on sale at tommydasilo.com. And also, if this is your first time checking out the show, if you head over to littledumdumclub.com, we have 200-plus episodes of this kind of bullshit with all sorts of great guests. So if you like what you're about to hear, yep. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of uh, like including today's episode. We've got lots of uh, episodes. Will, Will Anderson has come on. We've got Sean McAuliffe, Tony Martin, yep. um, heaps of big names. So see the show. Check out some old episodes, and we'll see you soon. See you, mates. Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting opposite me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Uh, hey, I was uh, at your little comedy skit room last night that yes. you run, Five my, Burrows. Yes. Oh, no, it's not Five Burrows. Portland Comedy, Portland Hotel. It's actually known as my Riddle House. But yeah, yeah. Oh, the Riddle House. Carl yep. Chandler's Riddle House yes. at the Portland Hotel. <laughs> Names are almost not long enough, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, I was sitting there and a dude came over in the break and he kind of was looking at me and I was like, oh, hey, man. And he said to me, uh, I said, I, hey, Tommy. And he said, oh, Carl's friend. Now, <laughs> my question to you is, was there a friend of yours there and that's how he was introducing himself to me oh. or was that just how he knows me? Do you know what I mean? Was that just him going, yeah, you're Carl's friend? Yeah, that's how you'll build on all my posters <laughs> from now on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People's TV shows and then yours is just Tommy Daslow, Carl's friend. Because yeah. I just assumed, oh, yeah, that's he's just saying he's a friend of yours and then he walked off and everyone else with us went, man, that's brutal. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the only way he can associate you with anything. Yeah, you need to get more credits. So did – but aren't, did, did you – was there I a did, friend – I did have friends there last okay. night. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to say I don't even need to – 
ask you what he looked like, I'm just going to say. Just if I was you, benefit. if I was you, I wouldn't double check. I'd just assume it yeah, just for your own saying. sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there were lots of friends of yours there yeah. last night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, today on the show, uh, two big guests that we're very excited about. First of all, from Gold FM, uh, Bridge and Lemo. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Lemo. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. It's my first podcast as married man, so oh, that yeah. excites me. Yeah. Mm. Is it all going to be different now? So everything's no everything's more changing. Try, no hey. more trying to pick up on the podcast anyway. <laughs> well, says who? Uh, Wait, is this podcast your honeymoon? We <laughs> <laughs> are in a hotel room. I took, yeah. Look, you guys asked me first, okay? <laughs> I said, babe, I don't want to let him down. Uh, also joining us, you know him from Tofop, from Willosophy, from Gruen, uh, currently reclining on the bed in his hotel room. It's Will Anderson. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would like to be referred to as Mr. Lehman's friend. <laughs> 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 I actually, when I was at high school, I this I have a story about this. Um, we, I had this teacher called uh, Wally Vermalen. He was Canadian and he was a year 11 chemistry teacher. And I sat next to a guy who is now a uh, quite well-known uh, Channel 10 sports commentator called Mark Howard. He's calling the BBL and he's a footy commentator and we were uh, great mates from high school. And uh, so I sat next to Howie for every like class in year 11 chemistry and Wally Vermalen did not know my name for an entire year of chemistry <laughs> and whenever he needed me to be, pay attention he would go you 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 Mr. Howard's friend. <laughs> so well, I, I, I still think he probably sees me on Gruen and goes, oh, that show that Mr. Howard's friend. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Howard's friend. <laughs> I used to, when, when I was doing Before the Game, um, we would go out after Before the Game and we would walk into a pub and I would, if I would walk in first, I would sometimes see people in the, in the pub go, Oh, it's that guy from before the game. And then right behind me would be Mick Malloy and Husey. And they'd go, oh, Mick Malloy and Husey. <laughs> 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 and the guy a... from before the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy from before the game, yeah. I like with your with yours, Will, like, you know, all your festival shows and stuff like that, you've got the, the pun of, you know, your name Will in the title. But for him, he's just like going, oh, I wonder what Mr. Howard's friend Osophy, you know, is that going to be the... I mean, be the to be honest, it's a whole new career. I could, I could start again, <laughs> yeah. you know, in any... Because it's like friend is actually quite good for like topics. It could be you know Mr. Howard's friend of the world. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's, yeah, I think yeah. there's a lot in it. I've one of the most brutal ones of them I've ever witnessed was I used to run a comedy gig uh, with a friend of mine a few years ago now, and it was after the gig one night, and we're all sitting around in a big circle, about ten of us, people, you know, all comics, people who'd been on, and Lawrence Mooney was there, and he did for whatever <laughs> reason in this little game he was playing, it was like a thing where you know you're going around the table and you, uh, he was doing an act out or something that involved him you know, going around one by one and, and naming, you know, everyone around the table and he, oh. and he goes around and okay. he gets to, gets to me and he goes, oh, and Tommy Dasselow's doing this and then he gets to my friend who's sitting next to me who I ran the gig with and he goes, and of course over here we've got Tommy Dasselow's little mate from Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just goes, fuck, you forgot his name. And it was, oh, it was like, it's funny to look back on now but at the time oh. it was, oh, it was like, Skin crawling. It was so bad. <laughs> I realised the other day I'm the ultimate cliche because the project office is the one that kills me because I've been in town doing the project this weekend. Yeah. Because you see those people and they're all so lovely, but there's like 500 people who work yeah. there. Yeah. And so you go in, you're busy all yeah. day, you meet the same 500 people each time. So by the time you get back there a few times, you really feel like you should know who everyone is, yeah. but you don't really know who anyone is. And you <laughs> like them. You know even what they do, but you're not really sure yeah. you know which one's Chris and which one's Craig and <laughs> yeah. which one's like. 
like they, yeah. all, they all have similar names and yeah. some of them even look kind of the same. I know. They do the same job. It's like they were like, oh, we need a guy to produce the show who's like about this high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard. It's like I would hate to work at the Channel 7 or Channel 9 newsroom where every female newsreader is five foot nine with a blonde. Uh, Bob Cut. Right. We're all just cut hate, out of the hate, same hate, Hate's a pretty strong word. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Given what you've just said. But, yeah. but Channel 9 is like newsreaders of the corn. It's <laughs> <laughs> like those kids grew up and they started reading news. Yeah. There's but some big Matrix style plant where they're just like farming them. But I do, I do think that's so weird. Like, you know, in the old days you'd have, you know, meteorologists doing the weather that knew what the weather meant. And yeah. now it's like you just have models now. Or, no, sorry, you have wives of football players. Oh, right. Boy. Who were for, former model wives of yeah, players. sure. Yeah, they're yeah. double threats, mate. Yeah, they are both models. They are triple threats. Yeah. They are models. They are wives of footballers, and they can point at a blue screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tick, 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 yeah. my friend. Yeah. They know numbers. Triple trouble. They know numbers between. <laughs> they know numbers between fifteen and thirty-five. So, yeah. uh, so he, here's the thing I would say: is this week I've had a new plan because I've decided this oh, yeah. week I wanted to learn some people's names, right? So uh, they don't give you a pass anymore. In the old days at Channel Ten, poor old Channel Ten, it's getting. It's getting less and less. Uh, <laughs> like in the old days, if, if you were there for a week, they'd give you your own pass so you could go up to makeup and stuff like that. No, no, no pass anymore. Oh, boy. So yeah. what, what they, they, now, now what they do is they just say, when you're turning the handle, hold the door up <laughs> and push it back really hard. <laughs> yeah. We got rid of passes. There's nothing worth stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Please bring trick. something in. If you have an old iPhone, we need to film yeah. something on Studio bring, 10. And bring some TVs in and switch it to 10 as well. <laughs> I have passes from shows that I work on like five years ago that I never returned. I wonder if I'm going to get a call going, right. hey, look, we kind of, we didn't need them before, but we yeah. really need them Yeah, back look, now. mate, we have to pay some creditors. <laughs> Gina Reinhardt's going to settle for eight old passes. They're going to break our thumbs. <laughs> They're going to take all the modern family tapes away and then we'll have nothing. <laughs> so then, uh, so this week, I've had to borrow various pieces. Like, So on the first day, I had to borrow someone's pass just to flick the elevator to go up, right? And Who's I realized, pa- whose pass yeah, are you trying yeah. to get in with? <laughs> no. Well, this is my point is that now, I mean, I mean, people who work there in the building. So if, you had, if you're in the office and you have to go up to makeup, you can say to someone, hey, can I borrow your pass for a minute to get up yeah, there? Yeah, right? yeah. And I realized the first time I did that, that their pass has both their name yeah, and their yeah. photo on it. Yeah. So now, every day when I need to go somewhere, I borrow a different person's pass. Yeah, yeah, and I'm putting it together like a game of guess who. <laughs> so like, for the whole time on the way to makeup, I can be like, okay, that's Brad. Yeah, that's yeah. Brad. I know who Brad is now. Awesome. I've got that one in my head. Different pass. I need to go somewhere. Yeah, that's genius. That's great. So if you go yeah. into the talent office, it's like the wall on law and order. Yeah, the first thing I do is go to the photocopier. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, um, it, it is hard to learn all those names. I'm, I've been working there for years, and I'm, I really am hopeless. Yeah, yeah. Peter Hellier, is it? Okay, cool. Nice to meet <laughs> you. It's Hellier, right? Yeah. It's Hellier. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to bring up this because the last time that uh, Will you were on the show, um, I brought something up that we've been talking about quite a bit afterwards on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, when I work at the ABC, talking about working at TV stations, um, I there's a there's a, a bakery around the corner called Frank's Bakery. Uh, it's a place that I always go to when I work at the ABC because not because of the food itself but because I'm fascinated with how they don't have any pies yes. I go in there um, <laughs> it's this huge bakery they sell very 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 little bread they've yeah. got this huge pie oven and I go in there on purpose at 12 o'clock and go hey can I get a pie and they say nine times out of ten 
No, we don't have any pies. Yeah. <laughs> do they, do they and yet they're still in business and pie face are fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, pie, that's the secret. That's what pie face should be doing. Just stop selling stop pies. Stop selling yeah. pies. Yeah, and you won't be going into liquidation. <laughs> do they not have pies because they've sold out? Or they not have no, pies no, no, they no. make them? This no, is no, the no. mystery. No, this, they make pies, right? Yeah, they make pies at some stage. Yeah, but some they make stage during the day. They make one or two. Right. But not around but lunchtime. they never have them at midday. <laughs> not no, at no, lunchtime. No, no. Who'd want a pie in the middle of the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What sort of an idiot? Yeah. It's like the golden ticket in, you know, Charlie and the chocolate yeah, factory it's yeah, sort right. of like oh, you've got to go in a hundred times to get a sniff of even one so. is there a chance that it is like Charlie in the chocolate factory and the pie is hidden inside something else <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you just have to buy well, it's, enough it's, like pavlovas or yeah. something it's not hidden inside the shop that's for sure so <laughs> <laughs> so I went in yesterday and it, so every time I go every time I work at the ABC I every time I go in there like I'll be yep. walking with someone I'll, I'll have ordered a pizza down the road or I'll get some other sort of sandwich or mm. something but we walk past and I'll go in and they'll go why you've already got your lunch I'm like oh it's this thing where I sort of in my brain I have to go in and ask for a pie <laughs> and look don't worry there won't be any so I'll just go in ask for a pie that'll tick me, tickle me a little bit and then I'll walk back out again so anyway I haven't worked at the ABC for a little bit the other day I went I was driving past and I went you know what I have to stop. It's my Frank's, <laughs> Frank's Bakery right. OCD yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I have to stop. So it's 9.30 in the morning and I go in and say, look, I know it's pretty early but can I can I have a pie? Have you got a pie? And they go, oh, oh we, as if we're going to have a pie. And I'm like, oh, it's too early. He's like, he's like, no, I'm going on holidays in a week. So I didn't bother ordering in any pies for all this week. So <laughs> ah, fair enough. Like, yeah. what do you mean? As if. Yeah, as if. The word's as if. You don't know I'm going on holidays next week? Yeah. You need to relax for the week before you go on that holiday. Yeah. What's he going to leave a cupboard full of stock there? Yeah. While he's but, on holidays? But like even to just get like ready and a week early to be selling no pies. Like he's warming up to not sell any pies by not selling any pies a week before he goes on holiday. But yeah. it sounds like he was well and truly preparing to not sell pies right across the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's but, his specialty. I've really got to have a break from this not selling pies <laughs> to not sell some pies. <laughs> not sell some. What does he do on his holidays? Just sells pies. pies. Yeah. Oh. Actually Go, sells pies. Goes to, Bar- <laughs> goes to Bali. Goes to Bali, gets a heap of cheap pies <laughs> and just walks along the beach selling pies. That's yeah, how he, he relaxes. And then he goes to Adelaide and he gets a job in one of the 24-hour bakeries so he can just be selling them around <laughs> yeah. the car. Oh, that would be just fucking loves putting peas on stop herself. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm not selling a pie here where no one's putting peas on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of idiots. That'll be amazing because, like, you know, we'll get, get we should start talking about that now. But you've just come back from Bali from your wedding. But when yep. you go to those places and you know, there's people that sell food along the beach, that's what should happen in Australia pies on the beach. Pies on the beach. Well, remember when we used to have, I mean, certainly we had it in South Australia, you would get pies at the footy, the bloke with the pie yeah. thing around his neck, hot yeah. pies yeah. walking around the hot, hot pies, hot pies, hot pies, hot pies. Yeah. Uh, which was fucking great. And there, I should be, there should be the more Adelaide, of that. The Adelaide I did not guy, want a hot from, from our impressions, the Adelaide guy seemed a bit more flamboyant than the Victorian guy. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's put on a pie show, everyone. <laughs> I, I would not want a hot pie on the beach. That's not something I would ever want. In the hot sun, a pie? No. Yeah. Oh. I think oh. a pie is something oh, I, I always say yes to, like yeah. a sausage. Well, we haven't told this on the, uh, on the show yet. I've mentioned it on stage, but you and me, when we were in Pie Face a couple of weeks ago, mm. oh. and we had a great <laughs> dealing with the guy behind the counter. We were yeah. there at like midnight. This could be the guy that shut down Pie Face, to be fair, what he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. We were there at like midnight, and we've, we've ordered a couple Which of pies. Which Pie Face? Uh, the one on the corner of 
Burke Street Exhibition? and Exhibition Street. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Got it. Got it. Don't got know. it. Don't know why that was. <laughs> no, I, I, I like to know because well, yeah. I've got a, I've got a pie face story as well. Great. So I just wanted to see if it was the same. The pie same face. Well, it's, guy, it's, yeah. it's one of the few that's still going. So I don't know whether they're are they rogue pie faces going because you know I thought they were done. I thought they were finished. But that no, one's they still would going. As, as 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 someone who uh, you know formerly worked as an accountant in insolvency. Yes. Uh, what would I'll have happened is that the uh, <laughs> is that the, com- the company would have gone. No, no. I think I know better. I'll take this one. The company would have gone into liquidation and they would have sold off some franchises. Still, oh, yes. okay. So, whoever wants to still operate a franchise will be able so to. So, Frank's, a, Frank's a massive chance so of buying one, maybe. This <laughs> is broke, but still trading. Yeah, right. right. Like, you, like, I hope it gets to that point where there's just that one lone survivor, like the one guy who still has the pizza hut, you know? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. The one guy who still just has his own private Ollie's trolleys. Yes! Yeah. That's a reference for you, Carl. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that one guy who still flies, that one guy who still flies an ANSET plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember the sad day when I found out, my, a, a sad day in my childhood where I got a hint that Ollie's trolleys was going to be no more when I was eating in Ollie's trolleys and I got all my food in a KFC bucket. Oh. I went, what's going on here? And they're like, Carl, sit down. I've got some yeah. bad news for you. Well, they know you by name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was the only guy that went there. But that so. idea, there's something quite beautiful about a franchise, you know, shutting down to the point where there's just one of them left because that's yeah. how they all start. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you taste the dream and then you come back down and you just back in your original store again. Well, it's you know? like when you go to uh, Seattle, you know, they have the original Starbucks. Yeah. And it's really weird to go into – what was oh yeah right this was just a coffee shop yeah like there was a coffee shop at some stage yeah, that yeah. got really successful and then they franchised it into what we consider to be Starbucks that we see all around the world but at some stage some they just opened a coffee shop yeah it wasn't yeah. like and so I, I do find that quite interesting and hey, I love the holdout I, I just like the idea that there is someone like you know the Japanese soldier in the war that hasn't realised the yeah. war's <laughs> who st- like, didn't get the facts from Ollie's Trolley's headquarters and it's just kept going like it is out there somewhere <laughs> yeah but oh. some stage the, truck, the trucks have stopped delivering and they've right. just gone alright well I'll take it from here I guess and just yeah. start walking around the neighbourhood looking for chicken oh, yeah, I like to think it's out in the bush like it's like it's a bit off like you know, and so he d- they only get like you know let is in every occasion and it's like it's probably on the drive from it's in the middle of the desert if you're driving to Perth across the desert right and he's just running his all his trolleys out there and it's all just roadkill and <laughs> yeah. kangaroo but he's still keeping it going well that's uh, I mean I know I've said this on the show a, a little while back but that was that little thing where I was fascinated with it for a while it, where in Maribyrnong there was a big rumour there was a, a Domino's pizza there for about three weeks and then it closed mm. and yeah. the rumour that it closed was because it wasn't a licensed Domino's and someone <laughs> no. found out about it they just started up a Domino's show yeah, and then great. people were going. And Hang on, room- is this meant to have an E in the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how you spell Domino. Yeah, that's not the right amount of dots on it either. <laughs> Double M. You know the. Um, <laughs> you know the story of uh, you know Burger King is Burger King all around the world except yeah. right. it's Hungry Jack. Hungry Jack. Yeah. Right. Well, now it's both in some. But there's a anyway. But let's go on. And so, yeah, yeah. Well, there was there was some for a while, and then the yep. guy sued and got a heap of money. Anyway, what happened is Burger King came in. There was one guy in Melbourne. Had a Burger King store, yep. and they said, "We'll buy the name off you." And he asked for fucking heaps of money, and they said, negotiated for a while, and then they said, "Ah, oh, fuck you, we'll call it Hungry Jacks." Yep. So, which is why it's Hungry Jacks here in Australia, yep. and it's Burger King everywhere else in the world. But yep. this guy could have sold it for a lot of money. Yeah, that's the guy I'd love to find. Yeah, <laughs> see yes. how his Burger King store is doing. Yeah, right. in fact, if anyone knows the original Burger King store here in Melbourne, right. where it is, yeah, that yeah, be, yeah, that that's a great. To know. That is. A I great mean, I'd question. like to know about that whole Burger Royal family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some rogue Burger Kings opened up, and then yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, the Hungry Jacks. Like two blocks away from each other, yeah, I remember. Yeah, they, they sued and they actually got a lot of money for it. Oh, is that right? And then I, because I know in the old days, they used to, the only time you could get uh, that, that it wasn't Hungry Jacks was at the International Airport. Exactly, remember? yeah. International yeah. Waters. It used to be. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, yeah. Well, we don't want to freak out the tourists. We'll leave them in. The rule of law no longer applies. Yeah. Well, I, I, remember, I remember going on a burger crawl between the two, <laughs> between Burger King and Hungry Jacks because I was like, I just want to see if there's a difference or not. There wasn't a difference, no, but no. I did get. Thank God we've finally gotten an opportunity to talk about fast food on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, can I just very belatedly bring this up on behalf of myself and anyone else listening who's my age? What is Ollie's trolleys? Right, it was. Uh, yeah, I would say as a South Australian, I'm going to ask that. question Oh as well. right, well it was a, a Shirley Strawn fronted. He was the he was the What's face that? of Ollie. <laughs> It was the lead singer of Skyhooks. What's okay, right. Shirley Strawn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah You'll have to explain all of this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and by the way, when we're on a roll, he all wants to know who Leonard Copeland and Andrew Gaze are. Because <laughs> <laughs> you seem to talk about them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, citation needed Chandler. Right. An alley-oop goes like this. Um, <laughs> oh, he's acting it out. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, Ollie's Trolleys was, uh, it was like, uh, uh, there was McDonald's, KFC, and then I think Ollie's Trolleys was below that. Yeah. Right. It was a, it was a chicken a, store. Yeah, it was a chicken store. In like store. a tram. Yeah, yeah, in a tram. <laughs> that was and the trolley. Sh- yeah. And Shirley. How did this go out of business. This sounds incredible. Yeah, well, it was it was my favorite fast food store in Bendigo. Uh, so <laughs> Shirley Strawn was the face on the ads, and he was the lead singer of Skyhooks. Skyhooks. Right. Yes. And, and Shirley's Neighborhood, a, a great childhood show of mine with mm-hmm. Claude the Crow. You probably know that reference. Yep, yep, that's yeah, the one reference yeah. I do know for some yep. weird yeah. reason. Yeah. He used to, uh, I, I used to have a great beach towel because he used to be very negative. <laughs> He's he, Claude the Crow was very negative about everything and I had a beach towel that said, it was Claude the Crow this, with him. This explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, this oh. is like when Batman gets attacked by the bats <laughs> and Batman begins and you're like, oh, that's why he became who he is. Yeah, I thought it was more now like a bit this in. this crow shit is coming up, <laughs> this fucking foul mouth <laughs> negative crow that <laughs> Idolized as a child. I thought it was more like the bit in uh, The Dark Knight where the Joker goes, I used to have a great beach towel. <laughs> His beach, the beach towel was called the crow and him saying, I hate the beach. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic channel. <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking it down there and you're lining it out on the sand and going, cop this. He's, cop he's cop this he... nature. <laughs> Me and yeah, Claude right. have got a message for you. <laughs> you're right. That crow, as we're piecing together the character of Carl Chandler and the and the other one that I think is has has kind of you know set you on the path to being who you are today. The story where what was it you saw Rolf Harris? I, I think if you the, listen to every episode of Dum Dum, there's about seventeen origin stories for <laughs> yeah. Carl Chandler. By the way, no, the big one for me is you met Rolf Harris at a train station oh, yeah. and you asked him for an autograph and he told you to go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> to me, that's the one that. Look, set to you be on honest, the path. if you've he met did, Rolf did he Harris and he's told you to go fuck yourself, yeah. you've, you've dodged a bullet. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs> well, I, I would I would replace bullet with another word, but anyway, <laughs> that's the nicest thing Rolf Harris can say to you because <laughs> the other option ends up in court. Later oh, on, God so. bless you, Mr. Harris. Harris, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So did he actually use the words "go fuck"? No, yourself? no, no. There's a bit of creative license. Yeah. He he said yeah. uh, I was like I was like five or six years old, and I I drew something and I wanted him <laughs> right. to sign it, and he went, "No, mate, I've I've got a sore arm." 
and that yeah. was it. He came to Maribor. Oh, he was at the Maribor train station, and he, he came wouldn't. all the way to Maribor. Yeah, Maribor. Maribor. Yeah, Maribor. Yeah. You've got it. You've got it. Yeah, the more the, people I've I talk to, I've been to the Dominoes there. Yeah. <laughs> the more people I talk to, I like it because a lot of people that don't know Maribor will say, "Oh, Mary Burrow. But the more people that talk to me go, "Oh, you have to pronounce it like a fu- like fucked like that." Maribor. Maribor. Yeah. Mar-a-bar. So many You know, I grew up near. Uh, I'm from a town called Pibinga, and right nearby is another equally small town called Maribor. Oh, really? Meribah. Meribah? Spelled M-E-R-I-B-A-H. Yeah, that's how we spell it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to a podcast about places that sound almost the same. (laughs) (laughs) Well, while we're on the topic then, so I grew up in Pibinga. Surrounding towns include Peruna, Pinaru and Perilla. Oh. In the same area? In the same, oh, within like 40 kilometres. Right. Of the country, yeah. They say, oh, this would be handy if people look us up alphabetically. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of family reunions that have gone haywire because people have gone to the wrong town. <laughs> no, South Australia's actually constructed alphabetically. We're, we're, in, the P, we're in the P section. <laughs> that's, a, that's an easy road trip, yeah. though. You just go, we're going through C at the moment. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it starts really, numerically It's a really great well. area to live because it's near the Qs and it's actually not that many. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> what was the drawing that you'd done? Do you remember? Was it you naked? Oh, no, 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 it wasn't me naked. No, no. Yeah, was Cal masturbating over a wobble board? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it in sign. At age five. Yeah. yeah. Right. He would have been oh, all over that, you're... like his fingers on top of a British paint can. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and why was his arm sore? That's the other question. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, right. Very well, we good know question. Now. Right. You could have cracked that case open yeah, 30 I, years earlier. Yeah, when I was five, I could have sleuthed <laughs> that right open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Ollie's Trolleys, we've gotten to the bottom of that. That was a chicken shop. Chicken shop. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so back to Pie Face. Back to Pie Face. Oh, yeah, yeah. so something happened at the Pie Face. Yeah, yes. so we were in there at like midnight and we had gotten these two pies and uh, the guy serving us, you know, it's just like, you know, they're all, really, they're all really what small. What pies were they? What pies were they? Were they uh, full-size pies? <laughs> they were full-size yeah. pies, yeah. Uh, sauce? I actually didn't get one, you got no one. No sauce. No I sauce. A, I, I just got a okay. water. No. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what sort of pie? Uh, I usually go the, the beef curry. Beef, ooh. Oh, I like a beef curry. Gee, that's yeah. a controversial yeah. late night snack, though. Beef curry. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. I, I've got a dog's gut, so I can eat anything. So. <laughs> that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know the, uh, I mean. Part crow, part dog. <laughs> <laughs> All attitude. Great beach town. The curry's a very popular late night dish in uh, in the UK. Yes. Oh, so yeah. So the Indian yeah. curry late at night. So yeah. it's, that's like our kebab. It's standard yeah, procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, true. Exactly. Mm. So late night. So we, 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 he's got, we've got quite an interesting character that works yeah, at Yeah, and because pie faces are all very small, they're all kind of pretty narrow. Shop fronts, and uh, so the guy just sort of gets talking to us, and he goes, oh, "Tell you what, guys, some pretty wild stuff happens in this shop at night." <laughs> and oh. we're like, "Oh yeah, like what? Okay. You sell some pies?" Yep. And he goes, "Man, girls come in, they get a pie, and they just want to go fuck out the back of the shop." I'm <laughs> telling you, just happens all the time, oh, yeah. and we're like, "Okay, Do they, are they getting the special Cosby pie?" <laughs> <laughs> what, yeah. what, what exactly are you injecting in that pie? Yeah. And, and this is like the first thing he's saying to us. Yeah. He's yeah. like, right. check out, out out the back. And you're looking at the back and it's just like two tables with garbage all over it. You're going, what's tempting <laughs> about this? Top. And he's like, and we're and like, how I'm does it happen? Does, yeah. does it, did they just put the hard word on him or does he, well, did he explain what like the process was? Yeah. I think he was Well, I like, go, I, I think I said to him at some stage, what? Oh, you just chuck in a sausage roll and you can take your pick of any of the women in Melbourne. He's like, it's a bit like that. <laughs> But then he's like, no, nah, I don't do it though. I don't have sex with any of them. Because like, what if it's like a scam and I'm out the back having sex with them and then like their mate comes and like robs the register? And it's That's like, exactly what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why. Because no one's like, oh, I'm in pie face and I've got the words pie and face in my head. So I 
want to put my pie on his face. It does not happen, Tiger. But it's sort of like you go, look, there's a lot of reasons to not just fuck customers that come into your shop. Yeah. That's that's probably pretty low down on the list, but at least yeah. you at least you're heating it and not doing it. But he was like saying, Oh, I haven't fucked any of them, but oh, oh yeah, I made out with a bunch of them. Yeah, that's yeah. it. He's telling us he just makes out with them out yeah. the front so of the like, shop. I, they they can't steal the register if I've only got my tongue down their throat. Yeah. You know, if my pants are off, there are a chance of scamming yeah, the whole place. Point, yeah. Yeah. And we're losing it because this is like and he's being so kind How of How old is this dude? Uh, just approximately. I think he told us actually. Late twenties, early thirties, maybe. Yeah, like oh, okay. 20s. And is he a good looking cat? What was he? Was he, he had a bit of charisma. He had us. Yeah. Like yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah. <laughs> I did, did one of you two fuck him out the back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Carl told, took money out of the register. Yeah. That's how we bought all this equipment. Uh, he, is, it, is it in exchange when he's passing on or whatever? Is it in exchange for free pie? Free pie. That's, that's, that's maybe totally... that's why they're going out of business. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, this fucking... was it. So then we we kind of didn't talk to him for like five minutes. We finished eating, and then as we're leaving, we're like, anyway, see you, mate. Thanks for you know, thanks for the chat. Good luck with everything. And he just kind of wistfully looking off into the distance. He goes, man, the shit some girls will do for a free pie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's there's the name of his festival show. (laughs) You know, have you ever been in a cab where a cab driver has made similar claims? Yes. I constantly – I ask. Yeah, Yeah, they're they're the three questions. They're the three questions. Um, What's the longest fare you've ever had? Have a a good night. Oh, what time do you finish? (laughs) What time (laughs) do you finish (laughs) and have you ever had sex in a cab? Right. See, I don't normally ask that question but often cab drivers will offer Offer the information And I would love to know how true that is. Yeah, yeah. If uh, people exchanging, you know – Favors for fares. Maybe that's why that show Taxi Cab Confessions didn't last that long because they Cause thought people kept sucking off Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that was the other that one. Was Cash Cab. cab. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, well, that was the other show where people sucked off Charlie. <laughs> you only got the title wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but do you reckon that was based on like you know a producer having a cab driver friend and being like, yeah, wild stuff happens in these cabs. We got to film it, and then they've lasted one season, and it's like. This is all made up. Nothing's happening in these <laughs> yeah. cabs. Yeah, this is the, the letters to Penthouse. Yeah. yeah. I guess they've got to uh, – they have to agree to let it be shown. So yes. if they start rooting the cab driver, they're going to say <laughs> – and he goes, oh, by the way, yeah. being filmed. Signing yeah. a release form <laughs> is a bit of foreplay. No, they're yeah. probably not going to approve that. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, that would be amazing if they did. You're signing it would a... be. Which, by the way, on uh, the Border Security TV show – Surely those people have to approve. Yeah. Why the fuck do they approve yeah. them being caught with live lizards and drugs and shit <laughs> in their bags? Why do they agree to that? Well, I don't I, understand that. Well, let, let me walk you through this, Anthony. Why do you think they would agree to it? Well, I think a part of them wants to be famous, but they're being caught. And also, let me walk you through it further. Why else do you think that they would agree to it? Uh, look, I am assume they're getting paid. They're getting paid and they get their legal fees and stuff sorted. And oh, like, so okay. they get assistance with like processing the problems that they have. So, like, I, the, I thought for a second you were going to say, the police go, we'll whack six months off your sentence if we can use this on Channel 7. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you get the old uh, look. Our prisons are full, yeah, but our television audiences are not. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. we've got to have something after the tennis. Right. So if you can help out, if yeah. you're a confused old Chinese lady who doesn't understand that you can't mm. bring your traditional medicines into yeah. our country, yeah. then have we got a deal for you? <laughs> That's my so favorite. It, when yeah. it's just like when they find someone and it's no drugs, but there's just like something weird. There's just like bags and bags of feathers, and it's like yeah, this yeah. isn't. Technically wrong, but why? why? Yeah. <laughs> what's what's I, this for? I was staying at the W Hotel in New York, and uh, I was t- 
talking to like one of the, like, I guess like a bellhopper, the porter, the guy who brings your bag, uh, you know, up to mm. the room, right? And we were just having a general chit chat, like your taxi cab sort of yep. thing. And so I you said, sucked him off in the lift. Yeah, so I, was like, <laughs> I said, how much? How much is the tip? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, yeah, well, you, well, you, you tell me it's in your mouth. <laughs> About an inch and a half. Hey, hey. <laughs> so I um. Oh no, this is what had happened. He'd had to go and get something out of my room. I checked out and I'd left something in my room. So we were talking about things that got left in rooms, and I said, "What was the strangest thing that right. got left in the room?" That's why it came up. And he said, "This guy, the weirdest thing they ever found was an entire suitcase, like a normal size suitcase, but the only thing that was." in it was pornography so there was like dvds and magazines and whatever but it didn't look like it was for sale it was all like opened and like whatever and they just could not fucking work out like why some dude was traveling with a suitcase like he goes he goes that was the one that was the one from pulp fiction (laughs) (laughs) there was just lots of golden there was lots of golden showers in there (laughs) it all makes sense now (laughs) jugs 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 no no wonder Marcellus Wallace was so keen to get it back (laughs) (laughs) Jesus How how long ago was that that story? Uh, Well, this is the thing. The guy said to me, he goes, we've got internet. (laughs) Yeah, right. So it wasn't like, you know, pre-internet. I don't know if – so I had a couple of theories, which was like – the first one was that maybe it was all his pornography from his house and he had someone like his mum or whatever staying at his house and he didn't want to have to like – Hide it like there, maybe there was nowhere to hide it, so he's just like, Fuck, you know what? It's just easier. Didn't want to do a traditional style, hide it up the bush, so <laughs> right. he just took it with him. Yeah, yeah, because some fucking teenagers might go yes, and find exactly. it, exactly. Yeah. And then they, yeah, it's their greatest day they've ever had because they found a suitcase <laughs> wow. full of pornography. Yeah. But for him, you know, but the other one was like, I was like, Well, maybe like he just like it's these are his like favorite. Like, you know, it's like he's taking his girlfriends on a holiday. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe yeah. he's like, girls, yes. you've been so good to me this year. I'll go, let's go on a trip. Yeah. You know what? It's been nice to masturbate to you in Cleveland. But how about we do it and we can also see Times Square. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get room service and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, but here's my big question because there's a lot of preparation in, in that, in, in putting it in the suitcase and right. bringing it along. And that's, you know, those theories are all, all make sense. Except. But then leaving it behind. Why would he leave it? Like, no, how can you him. be that, like lacks at the end of that to yeah. leave it behind. I, maybe. I, absolutely, I absolutely agree with you with that. I was like, that seemed to be the bit. I was like, well, surely if you loved it that much. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to get rid of it, but that, that seems so like maybe a that's weird part way to get of it. rid but of may, it. But maybe, tr- maybe he was trying to get rid of it because it might look weird chucking it in a bin or something. You could just leave it in a fucking hotel and let them deal with that it. problem. But they right. know it was you. They have your details. They have your name. Oh, I yeah, know, but, but they're probably – if they ring you, you can just say, oh, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the, the hotel, the guy at the hotel whose job it is to call up. And you're just sitting there. <laughs> and you get caught with it. I'm throwing it away for someone. Oh, yeah, right, mate. Or just like, they bring you up. Okay, let's I'm, okay, let's role play this. I'm going to be from the hotel. Okay. You're the guy. I'm the guy with the porn. Okay. I'll, I'll play the porn <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, hello, Mr. Lehman. Hello. Yeah, it's uh, Will here from the W Hotel in New York City. Oh, uh, g'day, mate. Uh, yeah, thanks for so much for staying with us. Uh, we hope you had a really pleasant yeah. stay. No, it was great. Love love the W. Uh, you pump. seem to have left something in your hotel room. Ooh. Uh, what's the... It's what's... a suitcase. Oh. 
<laughs> Did you leave mm. a suitcase? Would you need us to uh, forward the suitcase to you? Look, it rings a bell. Nah. <laughs> Are you sure? It's a giant suitcase. It seems to be very heavy. Would you like us to check inside and see? Uh, no, if it's good. Honestly. <laughs> No, no. I'll finish with most of that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free. Give it to the salvos. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we hope to see you again soon. (laughs) Give it to the salvos. Is that going to be like a food van on a Monday night? We'll we'll crack open the porno van on a Tuesday (laughs) night for the homeless. (laughs) We've run out of soup, but here we go, fellas. Real quick thing. If I was the manager, if I was doing your role just then before I got into any suitcase gear I would have asked the question just before we go any further uh, am I on speakerphone at the moment because you might want to switch this over to the handset are you at work (laughs) are you on hands free Uh, and now, and Tommy, for your for your sake, because you yes, probably got what is con- porno? you probably got confused. <laughs> yeah, you probably got confused when I said to Will how long ago this was, and you probably thought to yourself, "Well, why? Well, I don't understand why that's relevant." There was a time mm-hmm. before the internet, yes, when uh, and Will can probably remember this, and I can definitely remember this. If you wanted porn, mm. what you had to do was put on a fucking trench coat <laughs> and a hat. And, and sunglasses climb on someone else's shoulders. And pull the collars up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you had to wait across the road from a shop that sold porn mm-hmm. until no one was in the fucking street. Yeah. And then you'd sprint through the front door, <laughs> grab the first thing you could, pay for it, leave your change, and just run the fuck out of there and get home. Right. And hope that what you got was okay. That's, my, that's, my, that's my, interesting my, that you say that because I actually, by coincidence, I, I didn't know any of that, but I do put a trench coat and a hat on before I sit down at my computer and load up porno. That's just, that's just how I like that, to watch yeah, it. But you've got a thing about being Inspector Gadget before you can whack off. Yeah. So. Inspector Gadget before you inspect that gadget. Podcasting is fun. <laughs> All right, guys, save for the project. Uh, I used to have a great beach towel. <laughs> I'm laying down on my bed. Oh. Uh, so, no, I, I'm, on a, uh, under 15s, this is why it's important. There was an under 15s footy trip. There's a thing they do called schoolboys football, and it's like a, it's a statewide competition. Now, they have a big tournament up in Melbourne. And, Teal uh, Cup? Was it Teal Cup? Uh, Teal Cup's the under 17s. Oh, okay. So, but it's the exact same thing, but yep. yeah, that's, that's what it is. So, uh, and we had a guy actually playing in our team who was playing not only in the under-15s team but in the Teal Cup team. He was considered to be the greatest junior footballer that ever played the game. He was a number one draft choice and he played about 50 games. His name was Anthony Bannock. He went to the oh, yes. yeah, right. football club. Number one, number one pick. Number one pick. He was the number one pick in the first national draft, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So that was, he was the captain of our team. And Macca, who looked like him, like that, the reason he was so good as a junior and the reason he played pretty well at the start of his AFL career but couldn't go on was he was one of those guys who was a, who was a man when he was 15 yep. and then unfortunately everybody else catches up you know but yeah. he's the monster you know kids in this thing but it also helped that he could get us into like so we're on this footy trip in <laughs> Melbourne you know so we all go to whatever Ur- that urban that, camp were you on urban camp is that what it's called? No. They'll put up like uh, uh, like I remember we would go uh, from primary school and get put up in a certain camp that was out near the zoo oh. it was set up for like uh, school kids and stuff like that. You know what? Maybe we work somewhere near there. Right. That, that, it was certainly that area of town anyway. But we went to – we all went as a team – 
to uh, it, it's still there. I, I don't know what the name of it. Is, like Crazy Horse or Club X or whatever. It's the one down by um, you want to you want to station down. You know where the McDonald's <coughs> and stuff all is down yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, but all of us, like twenty of us, went to this like adult cinema together, right? But we were all wearing our under fifteen schoolboys. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair to say the standards of gender back then were like. Well, I got I got billeted out in Adelaide, so I've got picked in the Riverland under-15 football team and we went down to Adelaide and West Adelaide was our SNFL side. So we got billeted out to families whose sons were playing for the West Adelaide under-15 team. And I'm 14, I get this guy, I go back to his house and I we walk in, how are you going? I meet his parents and everything and he had another brother there. Anyway, we have dinner and then we sit down after dinner and they put on a fucking porno. Like full porn <laughs> with the dad. I'm not shitting you with the dad <laughs> and the guy who was the same age as me and the other brother. Right. And we all sit down and Hang watch on. a fucking porno. How many people are in the room? There's the dad, the two brothers, and me. Right now, I was re- I recently spoke to someone about this, and they reckon it's a that's a grooming fucking method. Wow. Of yeah. But anyway, I, which I'd never... I, you know what? That sounds like that. Yeah. I don't know what else it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't anyway, think of any uh, good explanation. We all that. sat there and watched the first <laughs> night. We're watching full fucking porn. Yeah. And I remember being uh, uncomfortable but also being quite interested. Being what was going <laughs> oh, yeah, very comfortable. <laughs> all right. But it was fucking well, strange. That's the interesting thing about that, how fucked up. I mean, I don't know if you saw that story this week about the Tinder trap. You know, those guys oh, yeah, yeah, online yeah. who've been... Uh, basically, they noticed on Tinder they, these young, Melbourne sort of young kind of almost vigilantes, but I don't think they wanted to be vigilantes, but they got themselves in a bit of trouble almost. But basically, they noticed on Tinder that, um, you know, there was a lot of underage people on there and that older people could actually match with them because yeah. you can set your pro- – anyway, there was something. Yeah. So they did this experiment where they set up this thing that said it was 18, but underneath it said, Facebook says my thing's 18, but I'm really 15. And like all these men who would still match with her and like flirt with her and then they filmed these guys coming over. Yeah. And like the thing that – I mean – all of it's creepy. It's all fucking creepy. Like, A, how many responses they got. And men who, like, when she said, I'm 15, were, like, just fine with it. Yeah. Like, straight away. Like, lots. Not just, like, you know, the small percentage we'd all hope it would be. Like, because I think we'd all think, okay, there's going to be some fucking perverts. But there was, like, lots. Yeah. And some of the ones that they filmed, like, the, the, the weirdest thing of all is, these dudes literally barely even wait after they get in the door. You know, they sit on the couch. Sh- like, straight into it, yeah. And they're just straight into it. And, and I'm like, oh. And the oh, girls in the thing horrible. would also make a point of fessing up of right. saying, I'm actually 15. I'm actually just, right. by, just so you know. Yeah. yeah. So they're all, so they know they're right across yeah. the person's actual oh, age. Oh, and by the way, each of them does. If you ever want a sign of like, because I've said this before, A, that, you know, <clears throat> we should be able to check people who look for pedo- like pedophiles to see if they're pedophiles. Because if you look like a pedophile and dress like a pedophile, like we should, because every pedophile ends up being someone who looks like a pedophile and dresses like a pedophile. <laughs> right. We should be able to go up to people who look like pedophiles. I know this is profiling, but I'm, I'm fine. I'm not... I'm yeah. not for racial profiling, but I'm for pedophile profiling. Will, I fit both those descriptions. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy about this. As I would be locked up within, within a day of this coming into effect. No, you, would, you would be, but you'd learn a lesson, which is stop looking like a pedophile. <laughs> 
Eighty percent of that is genetic. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. Okay, because Will, if that was a rule, in what year would Jimmy Savile have been? Well, we would have stopped a lot of pain. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We could have got Savile in. We could have got Rolf Harris in. Yeah. I'm going to say we might have even fingered the fucking dad from Seventh Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not we wouldn't have actually yeah. fingered. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we would have. Like, who knows would've. what happens yeah. in prison to better? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Jimmy Savile's the biggest. Like, I look at Jimmy Savile and think, come on. Come on, really? really? How the fuck is that a surprise to anyone? No, yeah. that's look not, at like, the guy. If you were like, if you like, we're playing categories, and someone said the word was pedophile, and I had to draw it. You'd draw it <laughs> even, even if you'd never seen a picture of Jimmy Savile, right? Like if you just like Nell come out of the jungle, and as part of your rehabilitation process, they're teaching you categories, right? And they say pedophile, you would draw an exact drawing of which, Jimmy Savile, which is a, a sweet, a sweet, a sweet chapter one in your rehab coming out of the jungle. <laughs> let's let's draw a pedophile. Well, they're teaching you about the dangers of the world. You haven't had to deal with pedophiles. Yeah. You've out mastered in the gorillas, but now we'll get onto this. Yeah. You might be able to fight off a bear. <laughs> what percentage of what percentage thing. of people listening do you think when we were describing a chip chicken shop in Bendigo were going? I reckon they'll be talking about pedophilia within oh. twenty minutes of this. Let's get off it quickly. So back into back into <laughs> we were talking about like uh, uh, finding finding pornography. The best the best mm. combo of finding pornography and something else I ever heard of was my friends when they first moved to Melbourne. They moved into Carlton. They moved into Pigden Street, Carlton. Oh my God. I used to live in picnic. So oh, really? Oh, no, this could get dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's wait to see what... Let's yeah, find, this, let's this find out what week. the number was. Yeah, so, <laughs> so they found... They went out the back and they found a dumped big garbage bag full of pornography mm-hmm. in, in a laneway and free tickets to Hey Hey It's Saturday. <laughs> Fuck, that could have been my stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. No, that sounds like Russell Gilbert's to me. Or Aussie. Hey, Mr. Summers. Oh, now that is a sweet combo. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, and then they went I, – I, I think I, I may have told this story on the show before, but they, they then decided to use both things they found. <laughs> <laughs> they grabbed all the porn and they used the tickets to Hey It's Saturday and went along to Hey It's Saturday but then, like, got – Ripped off oh, their yeah. guts. Yeah, you have told I have this. told no, that story. Again, okay, that's good. good. They, they got ripped off their guts, then went along to Hayat Saturday, yep. and then sat in the audience and just happened to be seated right in the like the the what do you call it? Like you're on camera, you're in the in the galley. Uh, yeah. uh, so they're like the audience. They're in the they're in the front row, or they're in the no, and the, you know where they split it in half. Sort of what do you call that bit? Like the aisle, the aisle, yeah, and the yeah, side right. of the aisle. Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was some te- technical TV. Term. No, no. <laughs> keep, keep working hard, now. <laughs> You'll get there. They didn't have aisles in the jungle. <laughs> so, so they sat right in the aisle where Russell Gilbert was, and where the camera was going to be on the whole time. And so Russell was just like, he's going, ah, hit in the brakes, going, hey, going boys, you know, where are you guys from? And they're like, Maribyrnong. He's like, oh, I've been to Maribyrnong. Yeah, that was all right. That's an all right place. I'll talk to you boys all the time. So every time they cut to Russell, he'd be next to my friends who are off their guts. And so they're just looking like the biggest freaks of all time. And my friend, one of my good friends, was so out of his mind that he didn't understand that he was on TV. So he was looking up at the TV uh, uh, monitors and seeing himself and looking at the monitors. And you can watch him back on the tape. He's looking at the monitors and not understanding whether that's him or not. So he tried to prove it to himself that that was him. And so started tapping himself on the shoulders going... (laughs) 
So whenever from now on, 20 years later, we still we went to his wedding and we took photos tapping ourselves <laughs> on the shoulders. <laughs> I've also got to be honest with you, like as someone who like did Hey Hey Saturday a couple of times, um, that still would have put them a fair way in front of most of the audience who watched. <laughs> <laughs> they still would have been the road scholars, the dream of the cross. <laughs> yeah, then with a big sack of porn next to them, next to Russell Gilbert. <laughs> oh, they bought their own prizes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hey, Lemo, so you just got married? Yes. And I did, got married in Bali. Yes. And it. Uh, and Will was there, so you had a. a, a I was there. Will Lee was made there. the first person uh, in history to take gastro to Bali. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I got. Kel and I got gastro here yeah. and flew to Bali with gastro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we flew Typical it in. bloody Aussies don't even <laughs> like the Balinese gastro now. <laughs> <laughs> We're packing our own. <laughs> yeah. Lee so, up at the airport with a boogie board bag full of diarrhea. <laughs> 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 so we're, we're loading up on gastro stop at the airport here to fly out. Yeah, so we uh, we went there and the wedding, it was uh, it was great. We had, instead of traditional speeches, we had open mic. Right. at the uh, Which was funny because it's kind of, had, uh, Adam Rosenbach was MC, so he did some stuff. Hamo was a groomsman, so he said a few things. And then a whole bunch of family members. Was and there any f- politics about who was going to be MC? Because with so many comics there, was anyone no. sort of oh, thinking no. they should have been asked no, or no. wanting to do it? Or? Well, this was, this was the politics with the MC. I asked Rosie about two weeks before the wedding. We were down the pub and I said, oh, mate, do you want to MC? I would love, uh, Kel and I would love you to MC the wedding. Yeah. And he went, ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? What time are the formalities going to finish? Because I want to get really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I said, mate, you can get blind. It doesn't matter. Because yeah. MC really is, it's, it's kind it's of a, a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's a thankless yeah, yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. But he was great. So he then it. a whole bunch of family and friends work. And then it was more into the open mic section. So Will, <laughs> so Will gets up. And Will goes, well, I'll speak. So Will gets up. And it was funny before that, Husey had gone, no, I'm not getting up. I'm not getting up. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> anyway, Will gets up, makes a lovely speech. It's really funny. And then Husey did open by saying, look, I normally headline. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's an unpaid spot, yeah. so I'm happy to. Will, you know. Will was in the area. He's just popped in tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, I'm happy to do it, Lemo, but you can't mention me on the post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Lemo's wedding, we generally get pretty big drop-ins this time yeah. of year. And uh, so tonight is no Keep coming in. Come back next week for Lemo's next wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows who's going to turn up. <laughs> so, so Will speaks. It says some really lovely things. really funny. So then Husey goes, Nah. So then Husey gets up. Because <laughs> he just can't miss a moment, right? <laughs> so he he begrudgingly says some nice things. <laughs> Whenever Husey says something nice, go watch it. It's always through gritted teeth. It's always it's really it makes him it hurts him to have to say nice things about anyone. I bet I bet he had a beach towel that said, fuck you, beach. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, beach, with your sand being so close to the water. <laughs> One day I'm gonna own you. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> I'm Sandy. <laughs> so um, so he got up. Then he finished, and then Mick Malloy, who wasn't gonna get up, goes. No, oh, now I have to. <laughs> so Malloy gets up, 
And my um, favorite thing about Malloy though, because Malloy clearly had not thought it through at all. So <laughs> Malloy is is mistaken the wedding for a fucking bucks night. <laughs> and like yes. started getting because like he's just obviously gone. Oh, I've got to go to my go to funny stories about Lemo. But then um, I just think he just didn't realize that. <laughs> You know what? Some of those stories probably weren't appropriate yeah. for a wedding. I, I feel like Malloy would mistake Tuesday for a Bucks night. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah. ironically, the only guy who didn't make it to your Bucks night <laughs> was, was, was Malloy. <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, but, he, but at the end, he, uh, yeah, a story that like uh, Lemo's told many times before, but it, it was the, the story about when we went to Falls Festival and uh, the like the. Lima had to go on stage and do comedy when the act, the audience for the next act were already there. Yep. And so, yep. like, it was a this, and so, but it finishes with like quite a, like, yeah, it's. Because Limo had decided, if I can tell your story for you, but because yeah. like, I was side stage watching all this happen, I was there when it happened, and it was clear what had happened because these people had been so rude and so they've been throwing things and whatever. So clearly, Limo had just gone, "I'm going to finish on the most offensive, like thing that I can possibly yeah. say," which I think is great. If you know what, fuck you all, seize the power. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah. hate me, do it. But it's not a joke that you tell on you at your wedding. <laughs> right? yeah. And Malloy, definitely not a joke you tell at your wedding. Malloy has told the whole story <laughs> and then tried to hand the microphone off to Limo <laughs> to tell, <laughs> tell the joke. joke. <laughs> <laughs> Great. It was like the biggest hospital handball <laughs> of all fucking time. And did the like wedding... This could be the shortest wedding of all time. <laughs> and I have said, I'm not telling that joke again <laughs> by which, wedding. Which is even worse because then everyone's sort of like, we know it's bad, but we want to know we the end really of the story. We really want to know yeah, it we... now. It's oh, okay. I went and told everyone the joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, so that was Malloy's speech. And then Gatesy got up from Tripod. Yep. Yeah. Did and a song in an hour. <laughs> got, got some topics. <laughs> back an hour later. Back in an hour, guys. Uh, and Gatesy led the room in a sing-along of Cheap Tricks, uh, If You Want My Love, You Got It, which was fucking great. Oh, it was nice. actually really nice. was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and that was pretty much it. And then I did a little speech at the end. So actually I headlined, yeah, as right. I should, I suppose, yeah. my fucking well, wedding. Well, you booked it. So I, yeah. I did yeah. book it. So <laughs> I'm going to book myself. So that was that. But the real headline act came much later in the night when I uh, – the kind of after party was winding up and I said, you know, it's my wedding night. I'm going to go to bed. Mm. And uh, so I said my farewells. I go up to the hotel room. Uh, I walk in. Keller's in bed already asleep. Here we go. Yeah, Chuck yeah. out those pornos. We've got a real story on our hands now. <laughs> luckily, uh, luckily, I got him a present that was suitcase shaped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell the full story and then we'll leave this recording in a suitcase in his hotel room. Yes. And yeah. just leave it up the bush. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kel's in bed asleep. Uh, so I'm ge- I'm kind of getting ready for bed, and then the phone rings in the hotel the hotel room phone, mm-hmm. not my mobile hotel room phone. Never good news when the hotel room no. at one thirty in the morning. Not at that yeah. time of the night, which I think is weird, right? Yeah. So I answer Just, it. Uh, congratulations, guys! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just on behalf of the hotel. Yeah. No, no, the is hotel. it too late to get on at the open mic? Yeah, yeah. it's Husey. No, I really yeah. wanted to headline. Yeah, I really, really want to go on after you. Yeah. Is Husey doing any other weddings? <laughs> <laughs> Can we do this again tomorrow? Because I <laughs> a bit I forgot. Um, so I answer the phone and it's Steph who is the girlfriend of Rosie, the MC, Adam, Adam Rosenbach. Rosenbach. Adam Rosenbach. 
And I say, G'day, Steph, what's going on? And she goes, oh, I'm at the hospital. Adam's had an anaphylactic attack. He's eaten some nuts and it's really serious. He's really sick and I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do. And in my head, I'm thinking, 75 people at the wedding, you call the fucking groom. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. You know. Yeah, surely so, I should be midway through some nuts being eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, surely Kel should be having a bit of an anaphylactic attack right at the moment. Anaphylactic, prophylactic attack, more like it. Yeah. If there's anything I want to be concentrated on being swollen, it's not Rosie's hair, mate. Now, congratulations, mate. She looked beautiful. She looked beautiful in all the photos. It's a lovely lady. Hey, I, so no, I that's say, okay, mate, they're married. You're meant to do that shit. Don't <laughs> lose the romance if you're fucking married. So I say, uh, all right. So she's freaking out because they've taken her aside. So not in front of Rosie. They've taken her aside and said, yeah. look, he's having so many issues breathing. We might have to cut a little, do an incision in his throat. Yeah. Uh, and put in a, um, a tracheotomy. A, a tracheotomy, so yeah. he can breathe. Yeah. So she's freaking out. Because that's what you always want to hear. Uh, on your holidays after a massive fucking night drinking at a wedding. Oh, oh by the way, we're in a third world country and we're thinking about doing surgery on his throat. <laughs> oh, on his throat. And she says, oh. and they want, they need like approval or whatever. Mm. And I'm thinking, what, you've, you've rung the guy with no medical qualifications or experience who's been drinking for 12 hours? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'll come down and make the decision for you. Right. Yeah, Dr. you Limo. worked on a TV yeah. show that he wrote on. So you get yeah, the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. power no of state. It, like, think through the let's let's think through the wedding party. Is there anyone that, that she would have been better qualified to do? Because I mean, Malloy is worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were... you'd be like, why is Rosie getting all the attention? Yeah. <laughs> what about? <laughs> I got a sore what throat if... too. What about? No, they could have picked. Uh, what about Justin Hamilton, the host of Can You Put This Tracheotomy In, Please? <laughs> <laughs> there were actually there were two doctors at the wedding. Uh, one a psychiatrist, so he could have administered some antipsychotics. Okay, if Rosie yeah. got really angry about yeah. it later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And well, the that other one been handy post hole in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one a gynecologist. Uh, oh, so yeah. flip him upside down and do the same trick. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Look, the bad news is you've got a hole in your throat. The good news is I can turn it into a delightful vagina. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to have a baby through yeah. it, I'm your man. And, you, and yeah. if you could go back up to Limo's. Sweet. Uh, yeah. It is his wedding night. And, so. uh, anyway, check out Adam Rosenbach's 2015 festival show, Pussy Neck. Uh, <laughs> Pussy Neck. <laughs> Deep throat. Uh, I stand by that. Uh, so, oh. I, so I ring, she says, uh, can you tell Collegia as well? So I ring Paul oh, Collegia. Yeah, so you need someone to write some jokes for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get collegiate involved to just punch up five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> so I go downstairs at the hotel. I get it. And then there's always sort of slight language barriers when you're overseas. And I yeah. say to a cab Especially driver. Especially when you can't talk because your throat's swollen up. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I say to a cab driver, I need to go to the hospital. And he says, what's wrong with you? Right. And I said, there's nothing wrong with me. He said, why do you need to go to the hospital? I said, no, no, my friend. My friend. Uh, and he goes, well, where's your friend? I said he's in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. Just you, fucking mate, take me to the hospital. Do you realise you're not driving an ambulance? <laughs> <laughs> if a sick person needs to go to the hospital, we put him in, we'll in the ambulance. Yeah. What's so, wrong with you? Big old blue balls at this point, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get in the cab. <laughs> if, you, if you could rub one out on the way, <laughs> we really appreciate it. Yeah. 
You get in the cab. T- take me to the hospital. Have you ever had sex in here? What's your longest fare? What time do you knock off tonight? <laughs> do you mind if I masturbate between here and hospital? So we get, <laughs> we get to the hospital. And What's the um, surcharge when you're jerking in a cab, I wonder? Yeah. You know. I mean, in Bali you agree before you do. <laughs> you're not turning the meter off. No <laughs> you can, can haggle it into the fare. Um, so right. I'll pay that price, but I'm masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final offer. Yeah. Can, can we haggle? You can do whatever you want in the back of the cab, sir. <laughs> Those Westerners with their slang. <laughs> so we get to the hospital and I go in and there's Steph and she's freaking out. And Rosie's kind of, his condition has settled a bit, you know. So we walk in. And he's kind of laying sideways on the hospital bed with his sort of... Hang on, so is it, it's just you, isn't it? Have you woken Kel to tell her what's going on? I, I, I never got this part of the story. Oh, yeah, Kel knows I've gone to the hospital. Okay, because I was yeah. going to say, that's a weird fucking... Like if she just wakes up to a note. Like, you know, <laughs> what I would have loved, yeah, is if she was asleep and I got back later. And she's like, where have you been on our wedding night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, no, she hears you come in. Yeah. She hears the phone <laughs> ring. You say nothing and then you just leave right. again. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this. <laughs> so, um, Khalid and I walk in and there's Rosie kind of on his side and his condition settled a bit, but he's still, you know, got his puffy little dysmorphic head and his swollen throat and he's kind of still trying to breathe a bit. And we, it probably took f- three or four minutes for us to stop laughing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we, we just said, we're just taking the piss out yeah. of him. Like, you know, like ordering satay sticks. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so joking about putting our nuts in his mouth. And yeah, right. Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> yeah, the only medicine that you guys are qualified to. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You dressed up like Mr. Yeah. Peanut. Yeah. She's, 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 it was like she's, clown doctors. You yeah, were yeah. your version of clown doctors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Mom, the clown doctors. The clown doctors. <laughs> <laughs> Patch Adams or whatever his name yeah. is didn't come in and roast the kids <laughs> like that was sick. I want to be that clown. I want to be the Don Rickles clown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so a little Asian kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cue balls or your cancer victims or whatever you are. <laughs> All right, Doctor Mister Sheen, Doctor Sheen, whatever your name is. Uh, I like this Don. I like this guy roasting him, and he doesn't even have his references down pat, <laughs> burning him with stuff that he's not even sure of. Right. Oh my God, who died? Oh, <laughs> Who's that guy, that bald guy, the Prime Minister, bald guy, John yeah. Howard? Yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. John Howard looking yeah, idiot. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we're ripping the piss out of him. We're just kind of hanging out and he seems, he's kind of giggling through his... Or gurgling. Gurgling, <laughs> gurgling, giggling, same, same. So we figure he's all right. You're getting something <laughs> out of him. Yeah. And we're taking photos, we're Instagramming photos of him <laughs> in the hospital bed. <laughs> And oh, by, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is two delightful towns in South Australia right next to each other, gurgling and giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the G district. You have to, yeah. Yeah. About halfway to be, yeah. across the state. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just before district. H. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> in between Hay and Hayfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, um, so is, how's... Um, in the Gippsland? Oh, you need How's Steph, his girlfriend, at this point? She's, when we're there, she's okay. Yeah. yeah. She's fine. She's kind of... Uh, she's having a laugh. Because he's kind of through it. Now, yeah, okay, you know right, what I mean? Right. So she's okay. So we hang around until she's sort of happy and, um, and we leave. Two, two things that, are, uh, that kind of stand out to me about this whole thing. One is uh, that Johnny Taranto, who's another guy who was at the wedding, was walking into the after party and Rosie was walking out after he'd eaten the thing with nuts on it, which is yeah. basically a corn chip that looks plain on one side, but if you turn it over... 
it literally, literally has peanuts fucking glued to it. Glued to oh. it. About oh. six per corn chip. Yep. You saw them, didn't you, Will? Yep. At, the, at the thing, right? So, so he knew immediately. So he ate it and went off. Oh, he ate it. He grabbed it the wrong way up. It was yeah. like a trick for anaphylactic. <laughs> like they're trying to fucking trap you. Yeah. <laughs> it was like an anaphylactic ninja stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like because like, like one side looked really innocent, but if you just yeah. like, oh, it was it was like the crying game of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a twist! <laughs> Wiley Cody Both was ways, trying to yeah, get him. With, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, He's eating it. He's known straight away. He's walking out. He bumps into Johnny Taranto. And Johnny says, oh, what are you doing? And Rosie says, I've just eaten some nuts. I'm having an anaphylactic attack. I'm going to go back to my villa. And Johnny Taranto says, oh, no worries. I'll just head into the after party. <laughs> <laughs> walked in. <laughs> just walked in. Left him. Wow. Oh, great. On his own. Great. Um, now, people listening might be wondering about EpiPens. He hit himself twice with an EpiPen, didn't do anything. Wow. Right. Which is why he rushed to the hospital. Yep. The second thing I want to point out is that I went to at 1.30 in the morning over the Christmas New Year's break, right, busiest time of the year in Bali, I went to the emergency ward of a hospital in Kuta yep. and there was no one there. Oh, now, wow. I would have thought that place would be chock full of fucking Aussies from right. motorbike accidents or fights or, just like fireworks or drug overdoses, or whatever, yeah. Yeah. fireworks in the head. Yeah, Nothing. Nothing. So one one man who ate a half of a chip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's run off our feet tonight of the emergency ward. Mm. So good wow. job, Aussies in Bali. Yeah. So you you took over like what 40, 50, 60? People? We had seventy five. So that is not only that's like to me that's a really nice thing about you that so many people were willing to fly overseas to your wedding. But also, were you partly sort of part of the reason why people? Hate Bali because there was just so many Aussies there because of you. <laughs> yeah, well, look, there are a lot. Of, there are a lot of Aussies in no, Bali. I, you know what I, I think it was is like you actually we didn't really see a lot of the rest of Bali because when there's that many people, like the, the really nice thing about it was because everyone kind of was staying vaguely in the same area, but we weren't yeah. necessarily all at the same hotel or whatever. Yeah. So it was kind of like you just all, you and all your mates were on some like weird progressive party. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. So like often, because I, I said if, if 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 I told you my story of Rosie from Bali, here's what I saw. <laughs> I saw Rosie nail on it as the MC. Yeah. We had a few drinks together and had a great time. I went home. And then I saw a Rosie the next night by my pool hanging out all night drinking beers because he was better by then. Right. Like, and I hadn't seen any of the stuff the night before. Right. And he was like on fire and it's just me and Chambo and Khalid and Gatesy and Justin and him just around the pool having shit. And then the next day, he, he got barley belly and I didn't see him. <laughs> but I saw him at his best. Yeah, like, yeah. he was 100% Rosie. You were a lucky charm for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. If he just stuck with me, everything yeah. would have been fine. I like that idea that all those people, so you guys are just hanging out. It's just Limo Town. It's just the district of hey, Bali yeah, now yeah, it's called yeah. Limo Town. It's just you guys. Hey, it was pretty cool. So we had so every day there was some sort of party going on, right? Which was good. And there was cricket was on as well. We just spent a day at the some bar, local bar. Well, we went to a local bar and just like watched cricket with all the boys one day, which was good. But I tell you what, in that heat, like you know, just that thing. Like I went to pay for our drink. <laughs> We'd just been sitting there for like a session of the cricket, really. And you go to pay for your drinks. And you're like, did I just have twelve beers? <laughs> yeah, and you're like, because you can, because you just. It's and so it's, hot. Yeah, exactly. Just, yeah, yeah. And you don't go to the toilet. You just fucking sweat it out. I find oh, in that yes. weather, I'll, I'll go to the toilet like... I drank for nearly 12 hours that day yeah. and went to the toilet once. I forgot about that. Yeah. You just don't go. Yeah, Because right. you just fucking sweat it out, which means you must smell good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us a cuddle, honey. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no wonder she was pretending to be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. She actually fed Rosie the nuts, <laughs> so I would have to get called out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, for you were talking about the Falls Festival before. Let me uh, quickly follow up on something I mentioned last week. I just did those gigs oh, again. How, how yep. was Falls? It was it was actually good. Yeah, they yeah. were good this year. Uh, because yeah, I was there as well. For, yeah, you as were we've there, talked remember, about yes. before your yeah. gig, and uh, you you actually put it beautifully. Will after the gig where um, you you know as we said you were as the gig went more and more haywire you yeah. were just doing kind of street jokes and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Will, you said something to the effect of I like beautiful technique of like. Don't send your own children in to die. Right. <laughs> Just send someone else's <laughs> yeah, yeah. kids onto yeah, the front lines to get slaughtered. Fucking you guys run up the front. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kids are up the back. You don't really think they let Prince Harry fly the planes right up the front. Right? <laughs> 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 you know, he flies the fucking planes, but they send out some people who aren't in the royal family fucking yeah. first. Mate. That was one of the be- that was one of the first times I'd met you, and that was like one of the best bits of advice you could have got. Like I'd always heard, "Oh, Will's really great. I'll always give advice to young comics." I was like, "I've just kind of gotten this by Oz." But yeah, that is good. That is a good thing to keep in my head. Will gives a good advice. The first thing he says is, Steal jokes. Uh, do someone else's gear. But only for terrible gigs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, when you have a shit gig, yeah. which will happen, you look Or maybe more, maybe it was more advice of Tommy. That's like, don't use your own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Get a writer uh, is what I'm saying. The fucking crow comes out at times. <laughs> I hate the beach. <laughs> but uh, it was the, the gigs were all very fun. Uh, shout out to a couple of the dum-dum listeners that I met around the place at the different uh, sites. Uh, in particular... There was a girl at the lawn gig who was sitting right up the front wearing one of our T-shirts, which uh, was very cool and very nice. Nice. Uh, Except for at the end, the gig went really well. I got to the end of the gig and I said, thanks for having me, guys. You know, have a safe news and whatever. And then I pointed at the girl and I just felt like I should give her some kind of shout out. And I said, oh, and thanks for wearing that. And then I walk off and I realise no one else can see this girl. So it just looks like it would have sounded as if... You know, there's just some just busty girl up the front yes. like, thanks yeah, yeah. for wearing that up the front, sweetheart. You've I'm made it a sure. nice New Year's. I don't, I'm not sure that it would have sounded like that. I feel like that's more like you projected that onto that. Oh, absolutely. But there's nothing about having watched you do stand-up comedy for the last whatever 20 <laughs> minutes it would have been, right? Yeah. yeah. That, like, you know, that would have made me think he'll finish by going, and look at your tits. <laughs> I'm Daslo and I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you haven't seen me do stand-up in a little while. Uh, oh, they're not... Not a little dum dum. You know hey, <laughs> mates, indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm back to my suitcase of pornography. Uh, if the trolleys are rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it all back. Uh, I bet you got a few pies under that shirt, Frank. Uh, uh, I'm a pedophile. Any yeah. Collectics out there who want a face full of nuts? I'm your man. Uh, <laughs> what do you call a guy who's fucking an underage pie? Pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pedophile. <laughs> Hashtag pie face. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that is all the time we have on the little uh, dum-dum club for this week. Lemo and Will, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks. Pleasure. Can I, can I plug something? Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Um, January 19, Sydney Opera House. It's the final night of the Illuminati tour. And uh, we're doing two shows that night, the 7 o'clock. It's the first time I've ever played the concert hall at the Sydney awesome. Opera House. Justin's mm. doing support for the shows. The 7 o'clock show is sold out. The 9.30 show has tickets available. Now, obviously trying to sell out two concert halls on a Monday night. <laughs> it, it Look... You know, but we as its challenges, do, we wanted to do two shows for the DVD, so it, we've still great. got. Uh, it's about half full the second one at this stage, and like if people would like to come, it'll be a really great night, and it's the last time I'm ever doing this show, <laughs> so it, it'll be a cool night to be. So I just like to. Get and it. it's yeah, cool awesome. to be in the room for a DVD recording as well. Yeah, yeah you go buy the DVD. Oh, I was there when it happened, and interesting as well. Will the last time I was in that very venue where was with you watching Jerry Lewis. Oh, and the concert oh. hall. 
Uh, well, I hope it'll be ago. better and less racist than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that would be awesome! Wow. Yeah, yeah, look, you know, it's great. You know, it was. It was I can say I've seen Jerry. And, <laughs> and one of those moments where we were both because we got to meet him afterwards. Yeah. And we were both so excited before the show that we were going to meet Jerry Lewis, and then after we'd watched the show, we were both so nervous about how we <laughs> read it on our faces. That it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> like, Did he go? Badly was it a no, bad? The crowd loved him. Oh, okay. loved crowd. Him. Oh, like, yeah. Standing like, ovation when he walked out, and they still t- like so much affection for what he's done. Yeah, yeah. But it was. Motherf- uh, and look, some of it was actually really great still, and he showed old clips and talked about them and that. But there was yeah. some motherfuckers that, eighty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you've got a you've got to give him a little bit, but yeah. he was still charging fucking sixty bucks a ticket. Oh, yeah, or more. Well, I think it was like uh, but the crowd. The crowd. We're into it. Yeah. 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 Great. Anyway, take that, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Does he listen? Yeah. Does he yeah. listen? Yeah. Uh, Lemo, yeah, you got turns stuff... off at the plug, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He turns off at the plug. Uh, well, I'm, uh, I think you can get tickets for my comedy festival show now. Yeah. Lemo, get amongst it. Oh, no. Get amongst it. So last year it was... Uh, full run? Full run? Uh, no, I'm just doing Mondays. Mondays? Just yep. Mondays again, which uh, works for me. So only four chances to go and see Lemo's new show Three. in Melbourne? Oh, three chances. Three, three Mondays. Yep. Of the uh, comedy festival. So, yeah, get along at the Town Hall Cloakroom, 7 p.m. Monday night. Awesome. And we've got uh, our shows are on sale now. Hopefully both of our shows are on sale now for the comedy festival. The podcast uh, every Sunday during the Melbourne Comedy Festival, as well as season passes, as well as a live one in Brisbane and a live one in Adelaide. All that stuff is at littledumdumclub.com. That's uh, it. That's it. If, you, if you're in Melbourne, like, we've already been hit up by a heap of people that, you know, a lot of great podcasts and comedy fans that are, are, are going to come down for a weekend or a week to Melbourne to come and see all their favourite friends of the show and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, if you can, uh, if you if you super want to uh, see the one of the best shows I you know that we do in the in the festival, it's the last night of the festival. So it's April 19. We do the drunk cast. Oh yeah, which is absolutely not recorded. Yeah, because it's a little bit Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> you guys um, should come down if you're free. Actually, mm. it's an open invitation to anyone who's around. Yes. To, uh, um, so anyway, it's uh, <laughs> what. <laughs> it's unrecorded. So, guys, if you if you want to pick a weekend to come down, that'd be a good night uh, to hang around in Melbourne for. Cool. Yeah, do it. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. mates. <laughs>